I think my biggest realization or aha in the last like six to eight weeks has been like pave your own path. Like we're all in this business, whether you're a realtor or lender or just a person listening to this, whatever you're doing, pave your own way and don't feel like you have to do it in the way that people tell you you have to do it. You got into business on your own to do your own business. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Zach and Pat Show. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. This is the show about manhood, fatherhood, entrepreneurship, and the mentality it takes to be successful at those things. And I'm sure we'll sprinkle in some helpful real estate advice every now and again. You know, life can be tough. We can lose our identities and struggle at times. This is the podcast to let you know that you are not alone. So if you're someone out there going through some of these things, this is the show for you. What's up, guys? It is a Thursday episode. We are here with a guest in studio, but first I want to go over some quick housekeeping. Um, remember, if you're getting anything out of the show, if you're enjoying the show, make sure to tell your friends, like, subscribe, comment down below. That always helps the show grow. Um, also, we are doing our book club. We just dropped um, the episode the other day about the January book club on Atomic Habits. Uh, this so for those of you that don't know, we are doing a reading a book a month together, and then we're going to do a podcast on the book at the end of the month. So this week's book, is, or this month's book, is How to Talk to Anyone, 92 Little Tricks for Big Success in Relationships. So get the book, read it with us. We'll do a podcast on it at the end of the month. Now to introduce our guest, um, she is a real estate agent, a real estate investor, the president of Keller Williams Young Professionals a mother of two, and the operator of Top Key Properties, the great and powerful Kat Johnson. Hi, yeah. guys. Thanks yeah. for joining Excited us. Yeah, Thanks for having me. I'm awesome. so happy to have you here. Yeah. Yeah. Second female guest we've had. So. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kat, why don't you tell everybody, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. You know, yeah. where do you come from? What's What do you do? Tell us. What's the origin story of Kat Johnson? Okay. Well, um, where to begin? So, I guess... A little bit pre-real estate. So I am kind of born and raised entrepreneur. My parents are business owners. And um, what do they do? They owned a banquet center Sweet. all growing up. So I grew up busting tables, all the fun things since I was like 10, old Love enough that. to see over the bar. So um, I got out of high school, didn't know what I wanted to do, went to Merrimack. Took a coding class and decided to, had to make a website for my final project. So my final project was a boutique online called Cat's Closet. And it actually inspired me to start that. And so I started a boutique and then it became a mobile boutique. And so I had a truck, like a food truck, but it was a women's clothing store inside. So I drove that around St. Louis for about five years and realized I hit a ceiling financially. And so I was like, okay, I'm at this point where either I need to open a second truck or get a brick and mortar. And I had no debt. I built it ground up, no funds in it. And so I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to sell it. Yeah. And so my mom actually was in real estate and for two years had been trying to get me to get my license. No, no, I'm doing my own thing. And then I got married and decided I don't want to work nights and weekends anymore. So I'll get into real estate. <laughs> To work nights and weekends. So um, sold the truck. A couple months after I got married, closed that business down, sold it to a girl in Joplin, and then got into real estate and history ever since. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you from Joplin? 
No, that's okay. where I sold the truck to. Gotcha. So it's not okay. in St. Louis anymore. Gotcha. The phys- and what's funny is that girl actually is now a realtor. <laughs> really? That's yeah. funny. So funny how many people yeah. just get their license, you know? Yeah. I mean, how many mm-hmm. people do we know that are, you know, kind of part-time agents that, right. you know, get their license as... I got yep. the test coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Murph. <laughs> Yay, Murph's one of them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Murph's that's one of them. Awesome. Yeah. So... Very cool. um, yeah. So you've been. In, so when did you get your license? So March of 2018. So okay. this I'm walking into year six. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. And so what? Like, what is what that that first year compared to kind of where you're at now? Like, yeah. Where have you kind of grown and like what? Tell me kind of the mm-hmm. steps you've taken in your business and kind of where yeah where you where you were and kind of where you're at now. Yeah. So um, my first year in the business was, I think you're drinking from a fire hose. You know, For sure. I, I think what's great about, I went from a product-based business to kind of a product-based business. It's a larger product, but a lot of stuff did transfer over. Um, and I had just got married, like I said. So I, I took that wedding list and that was my database. <laughs> I did so, the same thing. So was, I ran with yeah, it. Yeah. Sure. And what's great is because I had just seen all of these people, it was very easy for me and natural to like reach out and say, Hey, by the way, here's my business card. You know, so my first year I actually built my business on open houses. So, um, I was 23 when I got licensed. So my people were all in college. Like I, they don't have any money. So, um, I started my very first closing was in June of that year. And I think I closed like 12 ish transactions that first year. Um, nine of which were from open houses. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I yeah. very similar, very similar start. You know, yeah. I got married in 20, in July of 2019 mm-hmm. and got my license in September of mm-hmm. 19. And that was like the first thing that my coach had me do mm-hmm. was like, all right, I want you to call through these, you know, mm-hmm. 350 people that came to your wedding. Yep. It's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, like, God, I got to call all, the, all uh-huh. my friends and family and be salesy. But like, right. I ended up getting several deals from that. Yeah. Like my, my script that I called was, was like, you know, hey, how are you? Catch mm-hmm. up real quick. But then it was like, all right, I got a favor to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got my real estate license. I'm not sure if you saw, I posted it on social media. You know, will you keep your eyes and ears open mm-hmm. for anybody looking to buy, sell, or invest? Yep. And I ended up getting a couple, I don't even remember how many, but I ended yeah. up getting a couple deals from that. Right. And I think it was like some good practice to like just get out there and start making calls. Right. Because like you're so scared when you first start mm-hmm. to like just, because you don't really know, you know, right. you don't really know what you're, you're not super confident in your abilities totally. or like what you're even saying yet. Yeah. I remember my, uh, the gal that my very first client, um, I never told her that she was my first client. She did ask how long I've been in real estate. And my answer was a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, it was just like one of those things where it's like, eh, I know what I need to know. And so, yeah. Yes. Did you think it was easier to call these people and ask for possible referrals as to instead for like, Hey, are you looking for a house instead of, Hey, Oh, no anyone. Yes. 1, I, yes. hundred percent. Cause you, it's, it's like so direct. Well, and I think realistically, like people move three to five years plus, like, so whenever I'm calling anyone, even now in my business, I'm not expecting them to make a move. It's, it's all about just who staying in know? front of them. Right. Yeah. For who they that's, know. That's the question I use yeah. when I'm calling past clients. Who, yep. do, you, who do you know? Right. And yep. I, I feel like that's what social media kind of does. Or at least that's what mm-hmm. it does for me too. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I feel like I'm just staying in front of mm-hmm. my like clients, past clients. Cause I mean, I'm friends with all of my past clients on social media. Right. They have it. And I think it just helps me stay in front of them. Like constantly, I'm constantly mm-hmm. touching on them every single day just right. by, you know, seeing them, seeing what I'm doing in my stories or seeing what I'm, you know, the reel that I post that day. I mean, it's, I feel like it's rare that I get random people 
that mm-hmm. reach out via social media because I mean I don't think my profiles at that you know kind of level yet maybe it will be one day i don't know <laughs> if it's it, i mean but i'm definitely happy with where it's at now because yeah. it's i mean it's my business has grown exponentially i think i ran my numbers the other day and i think i i think i grew by like 33 percent nice the that's awesome. year so that's awesome yeah well murph yep yeah, thank you i think uh you know i mean <laughs> it, yeah i mean it definitely i mean we started you know this yeah i mean not not this but working yeah. with working with hiring someone to do my social totally. media and that was a big step a big financial mm-hmm. step um but take that gretchen yeah <laughs> <laughs> just straight up calling her out yeah well yeah well so murph came to the, i know i yeah, heard about we, it we went to our uh, i heard yeah well i think what it was good <laughs> we'll talk offline yeah. <laughs> well i thought it was funny that oh I, I thought it was it was great because i knew that i was going to have a very differing opinion mm-hmm. or like experience i guess totally. than the other two so i thought it was like but i think it the showed yang. the room that there's more like, than one ways to do it yes 100%. exactly because i feel like i've been in a lot of rooms where it's not a whole lot of this and that's kind of the direction that i'm going we can talk later but um you know i just feel like there's a lot of people that are very diy and they're seeing success and that's awesome and that's the way they want to go but i think there's multiple views of how you can make it work for sure 100 yeah. percent. there's more than one way to skin a cat you know totally. i mean it's, it's yeah. i mean i guess i could i go and do my i mean i did it by myself for for a long time and <laughs> yeah but i can tell you one thing that hiring a professional has saved me so much time right obviously we, we dedicate time i mean now all of our content is kind of mm-hmm. this but you know we dedicate you know a couple hours a week to do this and then we're done Yes. You know, and then we're totally. done and then he sends us a video and we mm-hmm. that's what we post. And yep. it's it's easy that way. You know, it saves versus I mean, I'm I don't have to tell you, but I'm sure, you know, making a little <laughs> talking head video that lasts thirty thirty seconds yes. to a minute would take me an hour to make. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, well, how many more people could I have called? How many more listing appointments could yeah. I have gone on? How many more things could I have gotten done in that hour that yes. I spent making this real or right. fucking up standing in front of my <laughs> ring light like fuck right. yeah. fuck up the script again you know like right. I can't tell you how many times I that, that, uh-huh. that took forever so yeah. that's the hardest awesome. part of my Friday videos that I send out is getting that getting that uh, script down yeah once I, I writing the script yeah. is easy it's just recording it like trying to read it from a teleprompter apt and yeah. you know and then get it sent out it's that's the hardest part is making sure that a good video so it's like yeah. this text scrolling and you're trying to read it at the same time yeah oh my it, Fuck. It, it's at the top of the screen and it just rolls and you're just kind of like i can't do that you know, but no you know who, the only other person who's ever tried to do that when i created content for them was huh. melissa really yeah. really that's funny. she got yeah she got, she it, got it from she you probably got it from me but yeah no that's, <laughs> she was really struggling oh yeah no I've, it's to the point now like the first few that i did were really rough but mm-hmm. it's now it's just fine Fine tuning how mm. I type it into the teleprompter app. Yeah. To, to type in the pauses and to make it sound natural or so I'm not just reading it real fast, like blah, 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 straight through. <laughs> right. Like I've got built in pauses, I've got built in yeah. and stuff like that. And like realize like I can't just put, you know, a number. I actually have to right. type the number out. So instead <laughs> of saying 300,000, I can't just put 300, like the number 300,000, I gotta actually type it out. So when I'm reading it, it's in line and in sync with the rhythm of the yeah. script. But now that I've gotten it down, I mean, I can I can type it out, type out the script, record it, and get it sent out to seventy agents in a matter of an hour. Nice, so, yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, I feel like that's. I mean, I, that's, I look forward to those little videos every every Friday. It's I mean, been it's like a. I mean, it, I've been doing it now for every Friday for a year and a half now. So mm. I mean, early on, I'm like, nice. It took a long time to get them done, yeah. but 
now it's I've got it down to a pretty fine system. Yeah, I right. look forward to it. That, that's that, that, but again, everything else I do is with Murph because I don't have time to right to do it. But an hour on Friday at the end of the week when right. things are kind of slow, mm-hmm. it, it's not. It's pretty easy. Well, well as an age, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that's the most important time. Is right. that thing is what you said is like the most important factor is are you getting your time back? And it's making you money. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think getting your time back and not using it to make yourself money, that's where a lot of people go wrong. Right. Yeah. And it looks pretty. Well, now with, with you, you know, you mentioned, yeah. you know, being back to by yourself, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that's going to free up a ton of time for you. Yep. Yeah. So. That's yep. true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been interesting. So kind of back to the, I started out on a team for about a year and a half okay. with my mom and then we grew that and I broke out off on my own. Um, was that a difficult, was that like a hard, <laughs> I'm sure that was probably. Yeah. Like a, I mean, things were awkward for like a month or two. We're I, totally fine now. Like we go out to lunch, talk shop all the time. So it's just, I think what you come to realize is like, I'm ramping up. She's going a different direction. We have different ideas of speed and things that we want to do. And, you know, I was running a lot of everything and couldn't grow because I was a lot of the operation side. And so I just needed to take a step aside so I could have my chance to build what I wanted. So, um, and it's, it's great now, but yeah, for a couple of months, it's a lot yeah, awkward. Oh, I'm sure I, I kind of had a <laughs> similar situation when I first started. Cause my, my grandma, she's 84 years old. Oh, yeah. She was the one who talked me into getting my mm-hmm. license. And like, at first I was like thinking like, Oh, I'll just join in with grandma. She'll show me the ropes. And then like, <laughs> I realized pretty quickly that like, you know, she's 84 years old, like kind of on her way out. She, you know, she yeah. probably does yeah. just a couple transactions a year. She's like, yep. you know, just keeps yep. her busy. And, uh, when a buddy of mine, you know, he's like, wait, you're working with your, no, he's like, no, you're not. He's like, he's like, he's like no, you need to figure, you know, I'm, let me yeah. get you in touch with somebody that, you know, is, mm-hmm. is, you yeah. know, that's young and hungry and yeah. kind of ramping his business up where she's, yeah. you know, kind of on the, on the way out. Totally. So, um, yeah, I totally relate to you yeah. there for sure. So we're all generational people within the Yeah. Yeah, business. that's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. And my mom yeah. was in, was a loan officer yeah. for 47 years. Oh my gosh. Damn. Yeah. Did See, you imagine doing this shit for 47 years? No. Oh man. No. Well, and that's what is kind of interesting. So like my parents have always owned their own businesses. They started with the daycare, went to the um, banquet center, took a three-year retirement, and then my mom got into real estate. So mm. um, my mom's only been in real estate two years longer than I have, but she's got such a natural gift for business. And that's why she's been wildly successful. And I do attribute a lot of what I've learned to her because I, I mean, if it weren't for her, I wouldn't have even got licensed. So, really? yeah, is yeah. she with KW too? Or? She is. Okay, yeah. Cool. So at some point you'll meet her, oh, Stacy yeah. Fish. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Oh, catfish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my main name was Fish. So I've been catfish my entire life. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you told me that? That was hilarious. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? No one forgets catfish. No. Like no. I mean, I still call people I went to high school with, hey, and they're like, "Catfish, catfish what's up?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, no, I, and before the show started, you were telling me, you know, cause I, I was mentioning how I'm right in the middle of flipping a house right yeah. now. I know you've done a little bit of that. So yep. tell me, tell me a little bit about your and yeah. real estate investing. So yeah. So it's kind of a different um, side of the business. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's interesting. So I broke off from my mom's team the same year that we flipped a house. And so a lot of things going on at the same time, we bought a house in actually February. So I guess it's been about two years now. Um, super great rare find in Northampton, got it for, um, I'll give you numbers like 180. Okay. Um, and I was like, this is a $300,000 house at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, we've got so much room for error <laughs> that this is, this is the one. So 
Um, bought it with hard money, closed in two weeks. My husband never walked through the house. And we went in after we closed papers and he's like, what did we buy? <laughs> it was a hoarder house. Um, yeah. You could not see the basement because there were paths of stuff. And you bought it with all the stuff in it? Uh-huh. Okay. As is. Yep. yep. The way you, just, you just did a video on that, the before and after, right? Because you, you just, I just sold reposted it, it yeah. recently. I mean, we sold it a couple of years ago, but it had popped up in yeah. my feed. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been this long. So anyway, so we bought in February and my brain is like, okay, February, I want to have it listed by June. Like okay. it seems super realistic. realistic. Yeah. Um, all we were doing basically was kitchen gut bathroom gut, floor paint. Like it wasn't horrible. Plumbing, um, electric needs to be updated. We had three contractors quit over the course of all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out, surprise, I got pregnant. (laughs) So we had a flip house baby during this process. And so moral of the story, the house sat being not worked on more than it was being worked on. And we actually, um, listed it in September okay. and it closed in October and I had a baby the next week. Holy shit. <laughs> Literally nine months pregnant, swinging, slinging mulch in the backyard, getting it ready to go, <laughs> oh planting sod. Like, yeah. Damn. So superwoman over here. Yeah. L- yeah. It was, re- I would not recommend, but yeah. what I learned through that is like one contractors will make or break anything 100%. because we, basically broke even we made a little bit but like after we ended up paying for things multiple times i mean it was a it was a nightmare the learning experience it was a learning experience (laughs) and we didn't lose money on it and i think that's you know we had so much room for error which is why we bought it but now i think if if and when we do it again which i'd like to um you know we have the right people we found our amazing contractor that we still work with today and so now that we've got the right people lined up i think that we could do it again and be totally fine so for sure the the contractor is is the key key piece especially well the big difference between the flip that i'm doing now versus what i've done in the past Mm -hmm. is this is the first one where i'm like not the one in there doing all the work right so i you know in the past i've done three flips and this this is my fourth yeah um all the other three you know i was in there painting i was in there you know i i it was my thing i would go you know i'd go over there late at night you know and like work till like two or three in the morning and then come home just because like that was the only time that like I wasn't yes. being called and uh-huh. wasn't being bothered. And it was just like I'd throw headphones in and just yep. paint or do whatever I needed to do. Yeah. But this time we're actually and we, I got a great contractor. You know, I went over the other day. He's mm-hmm. got like three or four guys in there. They're all it's doing amazing. different stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is the dream. Well, you know? and see, you get it done so much faster that mm-hmm. way. And so we had kind of decided we were going to piecemeal it a little bit. We, with our first contractor, he was going to do the majority, but we took on the demo. We took on Mm -hmm. like certain pieces of it, but then he quit within two weeks and we're like, ah, yeah. Okay. So we found the next one and then he was doing horrible work and then wouldn't even come back to fix (laughs) it. And like, okay, get out of here. So it's just like, you know, it was crazy, but I learned how to tile. I learned yeah. how to, uh, I mean, a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Electro, I changed a fan. Like, yeah. I know how to do things now. Yeah. Um, because you just do what you have to do. And I think real estate investing, real estate in general, like, you do what it takes to get the job done. 100%. Oh, so, it's, it's not not an easy road. And, and like, yeah. like she said, breaking even. Like, I mean, that, it's so <laughs> easy. You think, oh, I got this $120,000 yeah. kind of like, right. you know, like, 
it can, money can go super fast, especially right. when you have a whole, hard money loan. Correct. Holding costs is and like that something was that people what killed us. Yeah, hundred yes. percent. Because we were at a thirteen percent hard money loan that was supposed to be for six months. It extended, and then I think got bumped to fourteen percent um, for the last couple months. So I mean, I mean, just in interest alone, we paid way more than sure. we anticipated. So. Is what it is. Is what it is. Um, you know, so. so now for our investing, um, at least right now, what we're targeting is long-term okay. rentals. So we just bought our second one in November. Um, we've got two of them near our house. Um, we're tar- so they're out in Imperial? Yeah. So cool. I've got one in Imperial, one in Barnhart. Okay. Um, targeting single-family, three-bed, one-and-a-half-plus homes okay. with a garage and a basement. So okay. um, we've got a ranch. We've got a two-story but they both rent super high. So like the cash flow, the equity is amazing because those houses are always in demand. So the equity is just growing like crazy. Um, and they rent super high. So that's kind of why we've targeted that. I'm just such a fan of buying things, <clears throat> buying things in, in desirable areas. You know, it yeah. really is because it's it's like, man, the you're you're appreciate you're gonna appreciate so much more yep. in desirable areas. You know, I do help I help investors a lot, I help a lot of out of town investors. And, you know, and they're, they're like, wait, you can buy houses for $100,000 in St. Louis? And I'm like, you can. You can, but is that really where you want to be? Right. Yeah. It's a, it might not be the, you know, the best area of town or, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you call me in, you know, five to 10 years and you want to sell it, it's, you know, you might not going to have this, this giant appreciation right. that, that, you know, that you might see in other areas that are more desirable. Yeah. And see, that's the sure. thing too, with people that are new to the, at least the conversations I've had on the financing side with people that are getting in are wanting to get into the investment property side, they're only thinking cash flow mm-hmm. right off the bat. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta, take, in, a piece. You gotta take out the whole appreciation factor into all of this. And yeah. my, like a guy was like, well, you know, I've got a hundred thousand. Why would I want to throw that into the house when I can just invest it? I'm like, well, first off the property that you are asking me about, if you put a hundred thousand dollars into this, this is what your monthly payment's going to be. This is what it's showing. The rent's going to be for that mm-hmm. area. So not only are you getting a monthly dividend, you are also getting, and right now in St. Louis, you're looking at 7 or 8% appreciation is what at we've least. been seeing the yep. last couple of years. Even in a down market, Correct. people are saying, you know, and I'm like, once rates drop, that's only going to go up. Right. So where else are you going to put $100,000, get, you know, this much in a dividend monthly plus 7 well, to 10%, 7% return? And he's like, never thought about it that way. I'm like, that's that's why you talk to a real estate agent Correct. or or a loan officer that's right. thinking about these things because that's what we do. Yeah, because yeah. in my opinion, the, the true the true money is made in appreciation Absolutely. and debt pay down. Like that that mm-hmm. extra, you know, I mean, any depending on who, who who you're talking to, but you know, that extra couple hundred bucks that you're making on cash flow a right. month is, is that you know is, is an extra two hundred dollars right. or three hundred dollars a month going to change your life? No, right. I mean, it, it you know it probably right. if, if you're if you're in that sort of financial position, mm-hmm. then you probably shouldn't be investing in real estate yeah. in general. But it's it's that. It's the debt pay down and the appreciation mm-hmm. over over time. Long yeah. long term holding is how you build that wealth. Yeah, and I think for us, like our first one was such a good buy. Like at this, we bought it for like one ninety seven. So the mortgage on it is like basically a thousand flat. We rent it for nineteen fifty. Oh, so we have wow. amazing cash flow. That's beautiful. And then right now, I know I could sell that house for at least two thirty, at least all day. Um, if not a little bit more than that. So, um, you know, I think knowing finding your niche and finding your like what makes sense for you because i think 
my husband and I have talked about like we would love to buy in Kirkwood or we'd love to buy in Oakville, but realistically, we're going to be paying a premium for those houses. Yes, they'll appreciate, but we're going to have to wait a year or two for the appreciation to catch up for what we're going to pay for it. Right. Um, and so for us, I feel like in our area, yes, they go over asking and we've paid over asking on both of the ones that we've bought, <coughs> but the appreciation is going so quickly that it just makes sense. All right. Totally so. agree. Long term, that little extra investment you're going to make on the front end is just going to sit there and pay you back Correct. endless amounts on the back right. end. It's the potential of it. Yes. It's not what you see at face value. Right. And so, oh, okay, sorry. So what we've talked about is like once we know that with, with the cash flow, our other one cash flows, I think, four seventy five. So getting the above 300000 or 300 a month threshold, once we have five, those houses will pay for the next down payment mm-hmm. on the next house. So yeah. it's just like, it, it's a snowball effect. 100%. Cumulative. Well, yeah, and I, yeah. And I was going to say too, is like, as you're paying these other mortgages off, that also opens you up the ability to take out a home equity line of yes. credit yep. to purchase future properties yes. in just straight cash if you wanted to. Right. Now I'm always under the impression that you should put as little down as possible. Yep. Because let's talk on, about return on investment. You know, Absolutely. Return on your, you're just going to get the same appreciation whether you put 5% or 20% mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Which one's going to get you out now? Investment yeah. properties, obviously, you got to put a minimum of yep. fifteen to twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. But what's going to get you the best return on your right. investment? So, yep. Um, yeah, no, it's it, there's so many ways and avenues that you can go on the yep. number side with investment properties to to get into it and get started. You know, like house hacking is so big right now. Yeah, man, I I, I wish we would have done that. We've talked about that yeah. too. Like, if I could turn back the clock, I would have bought a duplex. Hundred yeah. percent. I would have bought a duplex or a four family yeah. and lived in that for a year. Yeah. And I would have done the whole living it a year, go buy yes. a new one, living it a year, buy a new one. Uh huh. And then you know, five yeah. years down the road, buy this or something. I know. Shit, the, we did a four family together with it was a, a VA buyer, so no money oh, down. Man. No money down. This guy, he it was stole the property. Yeah, he was in an area <laughs> that qualified for our guild. Nice. Rent. So he got five thousand or whatever. At, well, at the time it was at six thousand. So he got a six thousand yeah, right, dollar right off the Grove. Yeah, I mean like right off of Manchester. Six thousand dollar grant. This got Zach negotiated for the sellers to cover another. What was it? Five grand in closing costs. Five. five or six. It was five. I think it was. Five, we had so yeah. much in closing costs that we were able to buy his interest rate down. Plus, get him his earnest money back, and then when the, you oh add in, gosh. then you add it, add in what he was getting back from the prorated rent. He walked away with like ten grand. Yeah, he got, like he got 10, paid. He got, he got 10, paid, like a ten thousand dollars. He got paid ten thousand dollars. That's what it felt <laughs> yeah. like. I was like, dude. Yeah. You... And then on top of now, he has a four family, so three units will more than. Cover and it was a VA the... loan, yeah. so it was zero percent oh down. Gosh. Right. So he, that's incredible. So the three units were already rented. Yeah. And <laughs> the cash flow on those were already covering the mortgage payment. And so, like, he's living Incredible. there. Incredible. Yeah. It was it was probably the best deal. That the best deal I've yeah. ever seen. I yeah. was like, bro, this is insane. I'm yeah. so jealous. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's definitely one better of, than mine that one time. Yeah. 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 That's better than yours. <laughs> I got a 250 check, though. Yeah. You, you, walk, yeah, you got a check. Yeah. Exactly. That was the first one you ever did. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That was, that was the first time I'd ever gotten a, someone had ever gotten a check at closing. I've had a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, Especially when they're not expecting it. Right. No. They're like, wait, what? I'm getting money? Right. It's so cool. I went from being worried about paying my closing costs to walking away with money. I'm like, God had a plan. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. I think one of my favorite investment deals last year, I did a commercial deal. Oh, Um, And I've done a few. um, Sold a trailer park. Um, That was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, whatever. I don't discriminate. So in Missouri. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So um, learned a lot on that one. 
So this one was a commercial building. And if you look me up on Instagram, I made a video about it a couple weeks ago. So we, it's in Kimswick, Missouri, mm-hmm. if you're familiar, mm-hmm. and old brick, brick historic building. And I had been da- daydreaming about buying it. I wanted to buy it. I'm like, this is so cool. It has a building that was three stories and a building in the back. So it's two buildings on one property. I'm like, one, two, three, four units in one package. And so pitched it to my husband every way that I could. I was <laughs> shot down every time. The numbers made sense, though. So anyway, I'm in a networking group. A gal stands up. She's introducing her photography business and then closes her little book. And she's like, by the way, we're thinking about opening a coffee shop. So if anybody has any connections, I had dreamt oh, of a coffee shop in I the space. I remember seeing your story like, about yeah. that. Yeah. I need to talk to you. I have a building for you. <laughs> That's so and cool. so what's crazy is. So was her, it listed? It was listed okay. for over a year. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I had driven by it. I don't even know how many times. And I had never actually gone in, but I had called to get information and stuff. And what's crazy is her husband lost his job in the midst of us buying. So they couldn't get approved for a loan and all this stuff. We had just learned about seller financing uh-huh. at Keller Williams um, Investment Club. I'm like, well, let me pitch this. Never done this before. They bought and we were able to get it that way. They're now in there. Coffee shops open. They're living and renovating the space on the side. They're going to actually move into the brick building That's and awesome. eventually renovate it to where it's all one house because right now it's apartment uh its own suite and then a basement suite. Okay. So it'll all be one house at some point. They're going to punch through the ceiling and add steps. And anyway, so it's just so cool to like see that be brought to life. And um, one thing I love about real estate is like it can be anything you want it to be like stuff like this happens all the time. It's not just buying and selling houses necessarily. I think you have an opportunity to get into a whole bunch of things. And I'm such a proponent of small businesses. that I think that's kind of where I was raised and what I love doing. And so that one, I just, Oh, I love that. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, that's like kind of what I want to do. Yeah. What we want to do with this podcast is obviously like, we just want to highlight businesses all over yeah. St. Louis. I mean, and like whether it's a coffee shop yeah. or restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously we've had another mortgage lender on, have yep. another real estate agent on, yep. like, it's not like a right. competition thing. No. I would never community. like, it's a community. Yeah. Like there's so much business yeah. out there for, for everybody. And we just want to promote good people doing good, doing good work. Exactly. And, uh, no, um, oh, one other thing I wanted to chat with you about was I know you, obviously you were kind of, you and a couple others were the main, one of the main reasons I moved over to Keller Williams. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, in the Keller Williams young professionals group, you're the president of that. So like, how long have you been doing that? Um, a while. So I've had many roles in the Keller Williams world. Um, the cool thing about KW is there are many titles that you can hold other than real estate agent if you want to. So um, I coached for a year, um, new agents, and that led me into young professionals. So um, I stepped out of the coaching role, joined them. I think Actually, I take that back. I've been a member for a long time. But okay. as far as like on the leadership, I think since 2019, or 2020. I can't quite remember. I think 19. And I held many different roles, but I've been president of our chapter for about a year and a half now. Um, cool thing is like the leadership group that I was a part of pre COVID, we won chapter of the year nationally twice. Um, super cool. Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) Got big shoes to fill. 
Um, but I feel like it's exactly what we just talked about. Like what I love about it is we're creating a community. It is younger people or younger minded people. And we're doing things a little bit differently. Like mm. the majority of us are killing it on social media or doing that in some fashion, whether it be video, podcast, whatever. Um, and so I think just being a proponent of helping people level up wherever you're at, whether you're selling two houses or 30, like everybody has room for improvement. So that's why, that's why I do it. Oh, I love it. You are, uh, it's the, I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I went, I was going to those when I was still with yeah. EXP and yep. I was showing up as the, yep. the outsider and I was like, all right, I think I just need to just bite the bullet yep. and join these guys. Cause they've, they've got a way cooler thing going on here than what I have over at EXP. So <laughs> I was like, all right, can't beat them, join them. Well, so. and I think. It's it's so interesting to me because I talk to a lot of people who are unhappy where they're at or whatever, and I'm not here to tell you to drink the Kool-Aid of KW, but I am here to tell you, like, you have to find your community and business because if you don't have a team around you, there's no way I could do the units that I do. Like, 100%. I just, you have to have some sort of support. This is a very lonely business, can be a very lonely and intimidating industry because all everybody does is just share how good they are. Like, 100%. Yeah. But they don't share behind the curtain like the, their yeah. life is falling apart. And I had so, two deals you. implode yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, you need to find your group that's actually willing to share like, hey, it's chaos over here. I can't like, I'm drowning. Can someone help me? <laughs> like, right. 100%. And be real about it. And I found that in KWYP. And that's really what has taken my business to where it is today. Well, yeah, I mean, like little things like yesterday in that group chat, you know, yeah, like, oh, exactly. hey, hey I need, you know, this, this house smells like cat piss. I need a, I need a carpet cleaner, <laughs> you know, do ozonators <laughs> yeah. work. Well, oh, apparently Sometimes. those work for so, smoke smell too. And I, I wish I would have known that. Because I have this listing I get, in South County. I sent you the name of that one person. I know, and I didn't. I wish I would have. It was like yeah. too late. I called him, and he couldn't get there in time. Yeah. We were already so going on the market this weekend. Rest, yeah. Restoration companies can handle cat yes, piss and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So. so I got this I got this Surf house Pro. that yeah. is currently, I mean, we're under contract, supposedly getting an, an inspection notice today, and oh I've heard it's not going to be good. <laughs> but uh, the So the agent gave me the nice little warning text this morning, like, heads up, I'm, I'm sending a rough one over. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Great. Um, so, Dang. but yeah, this guy, he turned, uh, actually this was a house that I flipped. This was the mm. last house I flipped. I sold it to this guy. Um, and now he's moving back. No way. So you're keeping like, wow, yeah, I got, awesome. got to make money on it twice, which is cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. So we, we were gonna, uh, me and my business partner, we flipped it. And then one of his coworkers was looking to buy it at the yeah. time. And he came through and was like, yeah, I'd love to buy it. And we told him the price and he, because we were like, all right, you know, we we're going to list it here yeah. at the time. This was April of 21. So okay. it's fucking wild. You yeah. Know? And so we're like, well, I know we could probably get around this. Yeah. And we, we ended up selling it to him for two nineteen. Okay. And, uh, Anyway, he turned one of the rooms of the house into a cigar lounge. Oh. So, um, did it at oh, least have ventilation? About. Oh, no. Okay. Nope. So, um, the whole house, too. Yeah. whole house smells like I mean, I, I love the guy, but it, it just definitely, it really, it did hurt the house for sure. Totally. I mean, I, we had on the weekend, I think we had 26 or 27 showings. Of those 27 showings, let's just say it was, uh, I think 16 of the people responded <laughs> to the feedback. Yeah. I'm of told those, you. I think I had like, Nine yeah. or ten people say the smoke smell was a, like was it? killed it for him. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like it fuck. looks so fucking cool in pictures. No, it does. <laughs> it looks like a badass house. I'm like, damn, that'd be an awesome. Well, if house. you, I feel like if you do it right, when you like put like the ventilation right. in, I'm sure it would have been. But yeah, he didn't do that. Well, just, you also have to seal the room up pretty good right. too, yeah. because yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not like a huge cigar smoker, <laughs> but I mean, I'll have one like 
once or twice a year, maybe, but it's like, yeah. it's just, I think he was a pretty regular, oh, you know, yeah. smoker and it, there are better things you could smoke on the regular. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, it, it just, it definitely hurt the house. I mean, yeah. it's definitely one thing you, if you want to devalue your house significantly. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, like I, I had so many people, I mean, I thought with well, you had a shows, lot of eyes, a lot of eyes and yeah. not a lot of offers. You know, we only ended up getting one offer and so mm-hmm. definitely hurt, but yeah, it is what it is. That's how my know? parents' house was. Both my parents mm-hmm. were smokers and yep. they smoked in the house. Yep. And they're like, it doesn't smell like smoke. That's and I'm like, yes, it does. I'm like, I'm yes, like, it does. Every, like, they lost out on so many offers yeah. because, yeah, like you said, it just, every, every feedback. Yep. Great, but it smelled like an ashtray. And yeah. that's what he told my, me, man. He was like, yeah, it doesn't smell in here. I'm like, bro. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It does. Yeah. And it's, yeah. You're desensitized to it when you sit there well, and you swim in it for years. Right. Well, and all your shit smells mm-hmm. like it, so you're used to it. My house know? definitely smells like weed, even if I don't think it does. <laughs> 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 that and chili and breakfast food. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like bacon and weed at Murph's house. Am I the joy of being a single guy. I was yeah. going to say, sounds inviting. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like all my favorite things. Yeah. Don't twist uh, my arm. I was already going to come over. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Um, <laughs> oh Actually, Kat, I did have a question for you. Yeah. So I was checking out your social media. And awesome. I mean, as I work in the industry, it's something yep. that I pay extra special attention to because cool. it's marketing. Okay. And the word that came to mind when I was perusing what you do on IG was tasteful. It was very oh, tasteful. Thank you. When you approach posting to your social media platforms, what is your mindset going into that? Because I feel like it's yeah. going to be a really interesting answer. Cool. This is a great question. Um, Something that I've been focusing on is... I feel like, and we mentioned Gretchen earlier, she has an amazing niche. Like she's niche down. She knows who she's talking to and all that. And I feel like when I get on social media, a lot of times I'm like, I don't know who I'm talking to. So I'm just going to post something because I have to post something. I've been trying to get better about niching myself. And I read this really good book um, for any ladies and I guess maybe guys out there called Gutsy um, by... Natalie Frankie, um, business owner, uh, amazing book. And what, what the premise that I took away from that book was you, you are in control of your business just because someone says you have to build a team or run a business this way. Doesn't mean you have to do yours this way and you're in control. So do, do what you want to do. And I think for Keller Williams, sorry to go on a tangent here. No, they teach and preach one way to do things and like the MREA millionaire real estate agent, I see it on your shelf. Like this is the Bible and this is how we do it. And I think that's awesome. And I definitely think, like you said earlier, there's a bunch of ways you can go about it. So, um, all of that to go back to, I've been approaching social media through the lens of my ideal client is someone like me, typically a move up buyer, they have a couple kids, probably outgrew their house. They're going from that two to 250 house to the 600s-ish. And so I'm targeting that person. So when I'm making my videos, it's like, okay, what do they want to know? Well, they want to know that Home Depot has a free kids thing on Saturday mornings, the first Saturday of the month. They want to know what coffee shop I'm going to because that's what I like to do. So I'm kind of going at it through the lens of like, This is, and I've written down more than that, but this is who I'm targeting. So how would I talk to that person? And it's exactly how I'm talking to you right now, because when you look at my page, 
and you can tell me if I'm wrong. It's very, it's exactly how you're talking to me right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm not getting on my phone and making a video like, Hey, what's up? Like I don't change my voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm not a different person. It's very, I'm talking to you as if you're my best friend across the table from me. And so that's how I want it to appear through social media because I want that to pull in my exact clients. Sister, you got the right game plan. You're being Thanks. relatable. You know your audience. Thanks. You're talking to everyone. You're talking to no one. Yeah. You're talking to someone who you relate to, which right. is the other thing. Right. And most people's biggest problem is they want to do things just to check yeah. the box. But that's why your content comes off so tasteful is you know Thank exactly you. who your demographic is. You know exactly how to talk to them. Thank mm, you. It's real and genuine. 100%. Yeah. I totally agree with everything. And I, I'm still work in progress. <laughs> Same. Are, are, we, are, are, are we all? Are we all? Right. Are we all? Um, if we're like trees. If we're not growing, we're dying. That's right. Know? I finally I got it. on Twitter. Whoa. Whoa. But wait, wait hey, X. it's X now. X. X. Formerly Twitter. <laughs> Formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. I will well, not be joining you. No, <laughs> no thanks. I, well, I'm good. I do a lot of things in the political realm, so it's oh, kind yes. necessary. Oh, yes. You have to be there. Yeah. I have to I understand. Be but yeah. it's not what you do. It's how you do it, as you That's just right. Said. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. You guys dabbled in threads yet? Trash. Yeah. Not Instagram's enough for me. Right? Yeah. Trash. Well, it's like you got your different demographics. So I feel like yeah. Instagram is for the millennials. Yep. Yeah. TikTok is for the younger generations that are out yep. there. And then you want to. Facebook's get... old people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. I'm Instagram yeah. and Facebook. And that's Same. pretty much where I live. Yep. And then I have my VA post my, my reels on, on TikTok. Yeah. I don't, I, don't I, don't even, even. I don't even pay attention to it. So she could be doing it and I don't even know it. Oh, no, yeah. They keep popping up on there. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks, Burn. Yeah. Appreciate you, honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even dabble on TikTok anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm, One's I'm, enough. And I think you have to have an aim. Like for me, I don't understand how TikTok works or the algorithm. I feel like I'm starting to get a decent mm-hmm. handle on Instagram, which means they're going to be changing it soon because yes. mm-hmm. I'm starting to 100%. understand it. And, you know, I feel like. Do what you feel like you're good at, good at, and you know you're mm-hmm. actually gonna do it. Because I feel like if I told myself I'm gonna post on TikTok, I'm not doing it. Right. It's, well, it's funny because we were just talking about this the other day. Like our best reel that we've posted, yeah, is cicadas. the one about cicadas. Dude, it, well, and it's it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we looked at the the the, the YouTube and yeah. that that so all of our YouTube views are you know around like anywhere from like. Yeah. They're like anywhere from like thirty five to like sixty views mm-hmm. on all of our on all of our, all our podcast episodes. But the one that we had the, <laughs> my buddy Nick on, and we he's uh, investor, a uh, good friend of mine from jujitsu, and, yeah. and we talked about cicadas. That was the reel that blew up. That one's got like five hundred plus views on YouTube. That's I'm like, hilarious. What the fuck happened? I think the, I think well, the video did better because we were talking about drugs. Probably. Well, there's, oh, there's, there's yeah, that too. So there's more yeah, going on. Yeah, we cicada and drugs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, and, I think there's something to be said though too, like. Everyone was talking about cicadas, and so I think if you rode the mm, wave yeah. and you posted it at the right time, like you're getting the wave of like this is what's trending right now. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not about that. I think one thing <laughs> that I can maybe answer for you as far as like the strengths of yeah. TikTok, though, I, I hate the outsourcing of the platform because yeah. sorry, it's ran by the Chinese Communist Party. We all know how I feel about that. <laughs> but the but big strength of TikTok though is that it has an open algorithm. Yeah. So it really allows you to create your lane. If I wanted to take my specific style and put it on TikTok, I would be doing a lot better. But when I look at the main demographic of people here domestically who use it, I'm just like Do uh, I really want to be talking to these people? No. Yeah. The problem with Instagram is that it's a closed algorithm and you do anything. You have go- to play their game. Yes. <laughs> it drives me crazy, man. It mm-hmm. does drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that the positive side of it is you throw enough shit at the wall, eventually something will stick. Mm-hmm. For sure. The big side of things like Twitter and Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter is 
the public square. It's mm-hmm. largely written, but you can share just about anything. Yep. Facebook is written in personal relationships. Yep. That's yep. why having a Facebook group is still a really good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one, sure. find some place to put your people. Yep. Facebook groups, great option. And yeah. I do have one. I, I think it's all about, to me, I mean, Instagram is something like I actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like me personally, I'm going to use it for business or not. Um, outside of that, I think just keeping an eye on like, is this actually a profitable activity? Am I actually getting it? you know, business out of this. And yeah, I like to, I like to pretend I'm playing, I'm, I'm doing business on yeah. Instagram a lot when I yeah. know I'm just messing around. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. so I think I'm now at the point where I am seeing that. I mean, for the last two years, like I have, um, tracked it. Like I went from 15% to last year was 20% of my business has come from social media. So I think, <clears throat> you know, it's just being more purposeful and like getting to the people that I want rather than, I feel like last year, all of my transactions were, death, divorce, uh, commercial, weird, like just odd Mm -hmm. stuff. And 2022 was all the move up briars. Like they were Mm -hmm. happy. They're excited. I'm like, I need more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to target these people. Yeah, (laughs) I've done some, at least last two months, I I just, I did these two deals with my, with my buddy Nick, who we had on last episode or last time we had a guest on and we're we're calling, they're called like whole tail deals, but basically we bought Uh them and clear, you know, bought a hoarder house like you bought and, but we just, Basically cleared it out and then sold it. Oh, nice. uh, Just bought, cleared all the stuff out, ready for a flipper. And, you know, we took a, sold it for, you know, more than than what we we bought it for. And I'm excited to see what Brian does to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Pat was, and I, one of them, I double ended and I, or, you know, I had the, well, I mean, we were, we kind of had a flat fee that I was going to make anyway. So it was, it was, it worked out great. And, but yeah, he bought a duplex over in Bevo. It's going to be, can be really nice. I think when it's all done. Double lot, big detached garage. It's freaking sweet. You guys hear of anything in Jefferson County that no one wants? Coming, coming at you, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's not a ton of investors. Like I have a few investor clients that will go that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I've realized, even through networking, like a lot of people pass on Jeffco, and there is a lot of opportunity. Hundred percent. I really, I really like Jeffco. I mean, especially like if we look at where Arnold. Like at least mm-hmm. when I when I was growing up, I grew up in Oakville. And yeah, we grew up close to yep. each other, and yep. I just remember like thinking Arnold, and Arnold was like, yeah. you know, like kind of raggedy. Yeah, raggedy. And I That's think it was. At, and well, I but think parts Oakville, are... we were Hoosiers, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> not no, compared to we were, Melville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all were. <laughs> Melville in the house. Um, <laughs> so you're a Panther. I went to Saint Joe. <laughs> but I lived in Melville. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she grew up in this neighborhood, actually. Yeah. Right? LeMay. Yeah. LeMay Valley. I grew up <laughs> off Butler Hill in Kurth. But okay. yeah, right over here. But yeah, that was, yeah. I had a buddy over there. That was Oakville. They went to, those people went to Oakville. So off Kurth, I was on the line. So gotcha. up at the top is Melville, at the bottom's Oakville. Really? Yeah, there's a line right in the yeah. middle somewhere. Yeah, we're Melville. I'm Melville. Yeah, here, you're Melville like, over here. Yeah. I was Oakville. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Oakville, though. My mm-hmm. parents live yeah. off Telegraph. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's interesting because I think in Jefferson County, things have changed so much. And I think price has done that. 100%. Like people who wanted, like I've had several clients, they want to be here, like mm-hmm. South County to like Tucson, you know, that kind of area, mm-hmm. but they can't afford it. It's like a five hundred to six hundred thousand dollar house, but you go into Arnold and you get the same house for four fifty, and it's like or three hundred, right? It <laughs> yeah. just depends on exactly where you land. But um, once people realize, okay, I can get a little bit more for my money down here, and it's 
literally five minutes and right. over a bridge. Like, come yeah. on. It's not that far. Right. <laughs> People are like, oh, you live in Imperial? I'm like, yeah. I'm 10 minutes from South County. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's Half like, of that's my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was first got in the business and people were like, wait, you're in Imperial? And I'd be meeting with them in Chesterfield. I'm like, it's not, not that, that far. far. It's really no, not that everything's not 20 that minutes. Everything's 20 minutes in, in St. Louis. Literally. It really is. And, yeah. You know, but it's so funny how like, you know, you, you just said that, but then like when we had Rachel here, she's like, you live all the way out yeah. here. And yeah. I'm like, I'm in South County. Right yeah. now. I'm like this because I can buy, you know, she just bought something in uh, uh, St. Louis Hills, yeah. you know. And oh, it's it, not that far. Yeah. No. And I'm like, it's a, be- you know, they bought this big, you know, this beautiful old house. Yeah. Very bright, you know, compare. I was like, well, look, look at what I got mm-hmm. compared to what, you, you know, it's like, it's just how it, how it's different, yeah. how it differs everywhere. Totally. And, you know, I mean, you can get well, so much more square footage. You that, but you're also getting bigger yards and lots down. Totally. In, uh, yeah. It, and uh, if that's what you want, right. because I think, you know, some people don't care about that, but I do. I want my space. Right. Well, I, lately I've been, a lot of people I've been talking to, like, I always like to find out the why of mm-hmm. why you're buying a house. And 100%. I, the majority was like, well, I got a dog and I need a bigger yard. Literally. I, I would say like oh, 50% God. of the people I talk to, they yes. were buying I need, houses. I need a fenced in yard for my dog. So if you're, if yeah. you're looking to buy a house for a dog, look in Jefferson County. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Well, I went to a networking group last night and that was actually one of the things I said. Like, you know, I enjoy working with families or if you have a dog child, like mm-hmm. that's my ideal yeah. client, literally. <laughs> your dog like, child is my ideal yes. client. And like, if you, let me get you a house with a bigger yard for your baby. Well, if you look at the statistics, <laughs> millennials are typically waiting longer to have it, kids. Yep. So yep. their pets are becoming their kids. Yep. It is. It's and true. it's, it's, hey. I think of several of my clients that don't have kids, yeah. or the, but they have dogs, and yeah. like we we had to get it in the fenced-in backyard yeah. was yeah. like the yep. thing we had to look for, and, and that's all they want. I'm the only person in the room with neither. So hey, like, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Enjoy your freedom. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say we we keep hearing mine <laughs> bark downstairs and bother us. So I'll yeah. be in Miami next month with zero worries hey, for this. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> While I'm in Disney World with kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We do not Florida the same, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> yeah, Pat'll be at Disney World. Murph's gonna be at yeah. a raving. Yeah. No one asked Pat what's in his coffee cup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we did remark that the of, whiskey bottle's a little low. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will be drinking around the world at Epcot. So there you yeah. go. There you go. We'll fun. be doing that. Yeah. Kids will be with grandma and grandpa. Yes. Yeah. So all right, we've just talked about all the great things about real estate. I know. And, and that's what you hear and see on, let's talk about mm-hmm. some of the things that just to make this real for people struggles. Oh, yeah. So if I had a client, um, today actually waiting on the agreement to be terminated for him to sign and sold him a house in January and there was a misunderstanding and it was all in written and signed off on. However, misunderstanding And so he doesn't want to work with me and that's fine. It's never happened. However, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I think God protects you from things that you shouldn't be walking into. And so, um, you know, fire decline today. But I think the struggles as a realtor, especially like I started at 23. That's young. We had just bought a house like six months prior. I didn't have a lot of like experience financially experience like in the housing market myself personally. And so I think as a limiting belief when I'm helping people with like $700,000 house at, you know, that age, it's like, Oh my God, I don't want to mess anything up. Um, so I think just making sure you have your community around you and find somebody who is more knowledgeable than you. So you don't have to struggle through that alone, but 
Um, if you have more pointed questions, I can maybe pull out some <laughs> other struggles. Well, no, there have been right. many. Yeah, no, that's good. I, yeah. It's just touch on a few points there. Just yeah. to, you know, it's not as easy as you think it no. is. Um, you know, it's now cat makes it seem that way because she is really, really good at what she does. And like you said, you're, you're in the top of, of, of what you're doing. Yeah. So it may come across and seem like it's easy, but it's yeah. not. I mean, everybody's got their, their struggles and their things yeah. that they're dealing with. Um, but it's awesome that you're able to take those experiences, learn mm-hmm. from them and, and push forward in your business and continue yeah. to grow. Like it's, it's going to be exciting to see how you take this and really want to call <laughs> it a setback, yeah. but right. losing your team and, and moving yeah. forward from there with it. Right. And, and you know, that's awesome that you're going, I, I've got yeah. no doubt that you're gonna be able to push through that and yeah. come back stronger and better than ever yeah. and probably even build a bigger and stronger team. Right. So one thing I was thinking about while you were saying that is time. I think something that is so not talked about enough as realtors and mortgage lenders, like we are always on, always on our phone, always on, you know, and being married or dating or with kids or whatever, any type of relationship with your dog. Like it's hard to Mm -hmm. manage boundaries and so that is something that has constantly come up in my world and I think as a struggle like finally getting to a point where I feel like I've got a handle on that and figured out like okay this is when we can talk and this is when I know the house isn't literally burning down we could talk tomorrow like (laughs) like it's just figuring out where those boundaries are um that is really big and the sooner somebody can learn that the better and the better for your relationships it will be absolutely oh, totally agree like i mean that's been a struggle i've brought it up on here many times but mm-hmm. just like being able to shut my shut this off yeah like whenever i'm like hanging out with my son yep. or with, with gina or yep. whatever it's and it's a constant struggle but you know like picking those times yeah. where like hey I ha- this has to be taken care of right now mm-hmm. like we're on the last day of our inspection deadline. you know like yes. this we got to get this done now yes. versus something like okay that can wait till the morning yes. we can i can respond to that email in the morning like it's yeah. not the end of the world my husband literally has asked multiple occasions if there is a support group for realtor spouses. Oh wow! Well, if if there is, <laughs> I'm sure Gina would legit. love to. Yeah, I'm sure Gina would love to. You know, <laughs> yeah, call the mortgage lender. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we're 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 in relationship with every single one of you. Yes. And we can. Hey, this is how we keep them calm. Right. This is what we've learned. Yeah. Here's what we. Let's breathe. These yeah, are the words we choose not to use. Right. Yes. I mean, it's true. I mean, like I've, it's basically like I'm, I'm dating, yeah. you know, yes. every, every 70 one. realtors at the same right. time. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a lot of different personalities, attitudes and yeah. the right? way they like things. It's, 100%. Mm-hmm. you know, and that's, I mean, it makes it tough on it's a, a great it, perspective. Yeah, definitely on a. Uh, on our side, the I relationship. I'm at the top of that list, buddy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheating on me. Right. You're, well, my, be- I- you're my best boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's true. Like, you're constantly in communication. You're constantly mm-hmm. hanging. You know, hang- for us, we're always hanging out together, working yeah. out together, doing the podcast together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had some agents reach out to me like, well, I'm kind of jealous that I don't hear from you. Like, <laughs> back. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, I'm well, trying to do a podcast too. And I was yeah. like, that's what I said. I'm like, you know what? We're, here, we're constantly doing things and, and all that. I, but that's, it's, it's tough. Like you said, on relationships, it you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's different on both sides. Yours yep. with the clients, yep. ours with, you know, constantly texting with agents or calling yep. agents. And I'm like, sorry to whoever I date, but you're going to be in a relationship with me in about, 60 other people yes so well and i think it's just learning that like we've 
we're in a good groove now and like there's understanding and I think that's all part of relationships is like figuring out like telling them like hey this is a have to right now and I'm sorry like world is ending I gotta deal with this so Mm -hmm. you know it's communicating that and sometimes I'm just like leave me alone I've got got to get this done you shouldn't have to worry about it it's my business like it communication right yeah, it's growing all of us. Oh, absolutely. For the benefit of my clients. <laughs> for everyone. Right. You know? Yeah. For everyone. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, was well, there anything else you want to leave us? Any little tidbit oh, or knowledge yeah. you want to leave us with before we sign unplugged? Anything you want to plug? Um, I would say give me a follow on Instagram, um, Kat Johnson Realtor. And that's really the only thing I want to plug. But um as far as like leaving you with something i think my biggest realization or aha in the last like six to eight weeks has been like pave your own path like we're all in this business whether you're a realtor or lender or just a person listening to this whatever you're doing pave your own way and don't feel like you have to do it in the way that people tell you you have to do it you got into business on your own to do your own thing so do it love that perfect all right, guys. Well, uh, that'll conclude the episode. Remember, uh, buy the book, How to Talk to yeah. Anyone, 92 Little Tricks uh, for Big Success in Relationships. Tell a friend about the show, like, and subscribe. We will see you guys on Monday.